0: I'm so glad you have chosen to study with me today. We're talking about some habits that we want to develop that will enable us to really trust God, to really depend on him, to really let him have his way in our lives. And that's some habits that we can develop. Remember now, a habit is something that you do over and over and over again until it becomes just a natural part of your life. And... It's something that we do every day, because we've learned to do it, because we've practiced it, because we've done it. We we're talking about we teach our kids to brush their teeth, and at first they forget half the time. But then, as we keep on, keep on working with them, they eventually begin to be successful at doing it. And I want to to read to you uh, some verses that I think will will really help you understand uh, what what it really means to. To to develop this. I talked to you yesterday about praise, and we talked some about joy, but today I want to go deeper into this matter of joy, and I want us to look at, at Jesus' teaching in John 15 because this is probably one of the greatest of all the things that Jesus said. Let me begin reading in chapter 15. Jesus said, I am the vine. You are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do not remain in me, you're like a branch that's thrown away and withers. withers. Such branches uh, are picked up and thrown into the fire and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done to you. He goes on to say, and uh, in these verses that uh, in verse 16, he says, for you did not choose me, but I chose you. And appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last, so that whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give you. But in these verses, he's talking about how we can live a life of fruitfulness and joy and how that joy can make a difference in our lives and how in that joy we can experience God's best. Here's what he says in verse 11. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. I want my joy to be in you, and I want your joy to be complete. There's a shortage today in our world, and it's a shortage of genuine, real God-given joy. I don't run into many Christians who are joyful. I myself am not as joyful as I need to be. I feel guilty about that because I'm not letting God give me that joy that supersedes everything else. You see, it affects all ages, the young, the old, everyone in between, every. 20 minutes someone in the United States commits suicide because they've missed life. There's no joy. Two psychiatrists, after years of research, said the majority of human beings do not have inner peace and joy. Sam Shoemaker, a preacher of the past, said the surest mark of a Christian is not faith or even love but joy. What he was saying was if you really have Christ— down deep in the heart of your life, then something about that—if you trust Him, if you depend on Him—enables you to face life in a different way. The great Austrian composer Franz Joseph Haydn, or Haydn, was asked why his church music was so full of joy and gladness. He replied, "I cannot make it otherwise. I write according to the thoughts I feel, and when I when I think upon God, my heart is so full of joy." that the notes dance and leap from my pen. And since God has given me a cheerful heart, I can do under than serve him with a cheerful spirit. You see, that comes from within. That comes from Christ in us and his control. You remember uh, uh, many stories about this, but let me share one story. John and Mary had been dating, and John was very much in love with Mary. However, he was shy and often had trouble telling her of his love, aware of his timidity, He tried to express his affection with, with flowery words. Mary, if I had a thousand eyes, they would all be looking at you. Mary, if I had a thousand arms, they would all be hugging you. Mary, if I had a thousand lips, they would all be kissing you. Mary looked at John and said, John, stop complaining about what you don't have and start using what you do have. In other words, put the arms you've got around me. Show me that you love me. Express it. That's why we don't have joy. We don't really express what's in our hearts. If Then, you know, stop complaining and start using what you have, using what you have for God's glory. And that's when the joy begins to flow, is when we stop wishing for what we don't have, start uh, envying, stop envying those that have more than we do, and start enjoying what we do have in Christ and who we are in Christ and experience his best for our lives. Jesus said, I've told you this so that my joy may be in you and your joy may be complete. Now, what is this? I told you this. The teachings that Jesus just shared are the secret. And let me show you what they are. We can have Christ's joy by being what God called us to be. God called us to simply be a branch connected to him, the vine. Just think of, a, of, a, of an orchard. And there are all these grapevines, and there's the, the main vine, and then there's the branches that come out from the vines, and they're connected to the vine. Jesus said, I am the, I am the vine, you're the branches. This is, this is so emphatic. And, and he said, no one else is the true vine. I'm the only one who is. If you, if you like a, a branch, are connected to me by faith, and you let me flow my life through into you, then you will be amazingly joyful, and you will experience God's best. This is a vital and essential relationship he's talking about here. And all of us fail. None of us are perfect. But we can't connect like that. Only Christ can connect us to himself. When we trust Jesus, he connects us to himself. And, and he says, what I want you to do is daily make this one of your daily habits. That Lord, I'm connected to you, so I ask you just to flow your life through me. I ask you just to live through me today. I want to be a suit of clothes that Jesus wears. I just want to want to be a person that you live through and love through and speak through and walk through and talk through. It says the branch, he says, cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, so neither can you unless you abide in me. The branch simply bears. The branch can't produce anything. You see, some of us are so, we're so tired of trying to produce. We're trying to produce a good Christian life. We're trying to produce love. We're trying to produce joy. We can't produce any of those things. They're gifts from God. That's the fruit of the Spirit, and it's not what we can produce. You see, we need to resign as vines and start just being branches. We need to resign as producers and just receive what he wants to show through us and what he wants to do through us and how he wants to show forth what he wants to do through us. What is this fruit that he wants to produce? Love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness and, and self-control. All of these are some of the things he mentions as fruit of the Spirit. We're to, we're to let Christ flow that through us. You see, many of us as Christians have more fungus than we have fruit. And fungus is not, is not normal. Fungus is not healthy. And fungus is what we do. Fruit is what God does. We're going to pick that up tomorrow. Hope you have a great day.